Do you want to become mentally stronger? If so, I invite you to come and join us at the Mental Strength School, the world's leading mental strength training platform. The school is your one-stop shop to get a cutting-edge, evidence-based and comprehensive mental strength training all year round. It's going to give you the tools, the insights and the techniques that you need to rise to your challenges, feel happier, unlock your potential and ultimately be the best version of yourself. Check out all the details in the show notes or on my website at meliobryan.com slash mental strength school. Welcome to the Mentally Stronger podcast, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strength and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Millie O'Brien, co-founder of mindfulness.com and creator of the Deep Resilience Method. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Let's dive in to today's episode. I am feeling pretty stoked today because we just got this podcast featured in Apple's new and noteworthy section. Uh, This podcast has been growing really quickly and we've had so much positive feedback. So I just really want to say thanks to all of the listeners who've been following along and especially to those of you who've been sending us your beautiful stories about how this podcast is helping you. You know, we may not get the chance to reply to every single one of you, but we see all of these messages and they really, really motivate me to keep going and um, they really warm my heart. So I'm really, really glad that you are finding this helpful. I'm really enjoying having this podcast. It really feels like this community of people who are all, you know, week by week growing our mental strengths together. So today I am going to be talking about the difference between shame and guilt. It's an important distinction for each of us to make. So obviously sometimes people confuse guilt with shame and use the two words perhaps interchangeably, but they do refer to two really, really different things, really, really different experiences that affect us in very, very different ways. So guilt is the feeling you get when you did something wrong or you think you did something wrong. So when you feel guilty about what you did, even though it's a really unpleasant emotion, you know, it's not fun to feel guilt. However, it can be a very instructive emotion in that it helps you learn from mistakes or motivates you to take the steps to make amends for what happened, what you did. So in this way, you know, guilt can actually be a great motivator for you to move back towards being in alignment with your own values, and it can actually help you grow in wisdom. So once you learn from what you felt guilty about and you take the appropriate actions, you can then kind of put it behind you, right? Shame, however, is the feeling that you are the thing that's wrong. And it actually might not even be related to a specific behavior or event at all. It may be, but it may not be. Now, shame research professor and author Brene Brown 
defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and we are therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Even when I say those words, I can really feel the tenderness um, of, of shame. So shame is this feeling of being convinced that you yourself are unworthy or somehow bad, broken, or just wrong. And shame offers no clear pathway back to feeling more positive about yourself or taking positive action in your life like guilt does. Brene Brown's research shows that guilt can be a very adaptive and helpful emotion because it's holding something we've done or failed to do up against our own values and feeling a natural psychological discomfort. But it seems like shame, according to Brene's research and others, is not helpful or productive. In fact, shame can be debilitating and it can be quite destructive. Research shows that not only can shame lead to depression and problems with anger, but can also be the source of very destructive and hurtful behavior towards others. Now, this is a topic which is multifaceted and multi-layered. And what I love to do on this podcast is to give you something really simple and practical that you can use and deploy in your life immediately in the coming week to become mentally stronger. So that's what I really want to focus on here today. I want to give you some pointers on healthy ways to deal with shame and guilt. But first I want to put a little caveat in here about this topic and something that'll hopefully be really helpful to some people. Because for some of us, shame happens and really haunts some of us because of our upbringing. So as we grew up through our infancy and childhood, we are constantly receiving messages about whether we're accepted or not accepted, loved the way we are or not loved the way we are in our environment. And our self-esteem gets shaped by these experiences of being either well cared for or neglected, praised or put down, abused or treated with respect. Children who grew up in abusive or neglectful environments can easily get the message that they are unworthy and unlovable and they may struggle with ongoing feelings of shame through adulthood. So these shame cycles can create low self-esteem that can tip into depression and this is a really painful experience. I know this because I've lived it for many years. So if this is something that you relate to, you know, you have this really, really ongoing sense of, of really debilitating shame. I highly recommend working with a therapist and also really focusing on developing the skills of mindfulness and compassion. So these are going to help you to reclaim your confidence. So with that caveat in here about how shame can really affect some of us very, very differently to others, I want to give you three pointers that apply to everyone for handling guilt and shame really skillfully. So here we go. Three steps for healthy ways to deal with shame and guilt. Step one. Separate who you are from what you did. Right? We all make mistakes. We let ourselves down sometimes. We let others down. We blow our responsibilities. We act selfishly. We've all done these things and 
We've all done things that we regret. Moments like these are inevitable from time to time. We're human. It doesn't make us bad people for committing them, right? So separate the behavior from who you are and try to have a bit of empathy for yourself. So remember not to confuse the understanding, I did something wrong, from I am something wrong. I am a bad person, right? So for example, I forgot to call my mother on her birthday instead of I'm a bad daughter or I'm a selfish person, right? Separate who you are from what you did. Two, take the lesson. So once you've separated your actions from your identity, you're letting go of shame in that moment, right? So you're separating your identity from what you did and therefore letting go of that feeling you are the bad thing. Now you're just working with guilt. So when you're working with guilt, you want to find out what the lesson is that you want to take away. So you start to inquire, how can you learn from this experience? And you could do that in two basic steps, right? First, it's helpful to explore. Why did you act the way you did? For example, maybe you didn't call your mother because you were actually really overwhelmed. You're juggling the work and kids. Or maybe last time you spoke to your mother, she was actually really rude to you and you were dreading the same treatment, you know? So really investigating why why did you do what you did? And that's going to help you to get some insight into what was going on in that moment. And that will be helping you inform how you can improve things in the future, right? So investigate and then you're going to explore what action you want to take to improve things in the future. Now, once you've improved yourself, it's really impossible to keep getting caught in the guilt about it because you've asked yourself, what lessons can I learn about this? And how do I want to behave? Who do I want to be going forward in the future? So the third step is to commit to positive change. Now that you've taken the lesson, you can let your guilt be your motivator to do better. Think of it as a wise teacher that tells you, this is what felt wrong in the past. I'm not going to repeat it in the future. Now you have that insight. It's time to make a firm commitment to yourself and if necessary to others, you know, towards making this positive change. Now, this may include making amends, saying sorry, or it might be just a silent personal commitment to yourself to change your behavior for the better. So in this way, our guilt, rather than being debilitating or unhelpful, can become a great source of wisdom, of motivation, of strength, and mental clarity. So this is your mental strength practice for the week ahead. Whenever guilt or shame arises, as best you can, not spending too much time beating yourself up, putting yourself down, or wallowing in shame. Instead, give yourself a moment to, first of all, separate who you are from what you did. Secondly, take the lesson. And third, commit to positive change. In this way, you keep learning, growing, and getting mentally stronger, and also living in ways that leave you and yourself feeling healthier, happier, and more empowered. 
hope this is really helpful for you and wishing you a wonderful week ahead. And I am looking forward to being with you again on the next episode of Mentally Stronger. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength and you can keep practicing along with us every week. If you are wanting more support in becoming mentally stronger, come over to my website and take a look at all the coaching and training options that I have there for you. And I also have a bunch of free resources, including a five-day mental strength challenge that you can begin right away to kickstart your mental strength, improve your mental well-being, as well as your happiness and resilience. You can find all the links for this in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong.